This week on Inside Motorsport, we hear from Will Power and Craig Lowndes as they head their supercars head to New Zealand. I hope you stay with us. This weekend, looking to try and close the gap between himself and Frosty Winterbottom. He understands the role he's got to play right throughout this weekend. Oh, look, we're uh, yeah, we're fighting hard. I think that uh, now we come out of the backside of the Gold Coast, and you always know at this point if you're in and out of a championship. And I think that uh, now that we've not only still within it, we've closed that gap, which is more importantly, I think that uh, obviously not too many rounds or races to go. But yes, you're right. Go back to a single driver. New Zealand Pukekohe hasn't been a really good hunting ground for me. It's been a little bit up and down, but I'm really looking forward to it. Every circuit that we've come to that I haven't had good results like here, we've been managed to turn it around. So I'm really looking forward to it. The Vad Supercars hit the track on Friday at the Pukekohe circuit. Well, one man who is spending a little bit of time in Bathurst is IndyCar champion, Will Power. Will, what do you think? Are you a good watcher of motorsport races when you're not here? Oh, you definitely get it, you know, itchy feet or whatever they call it. <laughs> Edgy. I just want to get in the bloody car. But, um, uh, yeah, it's been good catching up with a lot of people I haven't seen for a long time. And, um, you know, just in a relaxed situation, really, for me, because I'm not competing this weekend. Uh, yeah, and I, it's, uh, it's just nice to be home. What's it like in this year, having been in the IndyCar Series as a defending champion, going to track after track, tracks where you had great success the year before. What's that feeling like? Is that Did that give you an extra level of confidence or did that give you anything special to be able to go back there with that weight off your shoulders? Yeah, it's exactly what you say. It was a weight off my shoulders and, and, and you know, you don't have that niggling thing in the back of your mind, you know, can I win a championship? Uh, you know, or journalists annoying the hell out of you, asking you when are you going to win one or if you can or and all that type of thing. But um, just a great relief for me to finally get it done. I felt like I should have won a couple more, but uh, um, you know, this year was not a very didn't flow well for me. We were kind of in contention all the way to the end, but uh, it didn't come together. But yeah, I'm enjoying my time over there, enjoying racing over there. It's it's a lot of fun. Your time in America has sort of mirrored uh, the time that Marcus Ambrose was over there. Australians racing over there, you racing in the series, he's racing in NASCAR. Did your paths ever cross? Actually, no, I don't think I ever ran into Marcus when I was over there. Um, I did the first time was when he joined Penske for the V8 thing, and that's the first time I kind of saw him in the US. So, uh, yeah, but I was obviously aware and watching. You know, I watch NASCAR each weekend that I'm that I'm not racing. You know, it's such a, you know, that's a, it's a a lot of great guys in that series and uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Well now you both have the uh, Roger Penske link. What's it like working with the captain as they call him and working in an organisation that's just had so much tremendous success in every category that they've ever put their toe in the water to? It's, it's great, really. I mean, that's when you race in the US or really anywhere Roger has a team, but it's um, you want to drive for for, for Roger. Uh, you give him the best equipment and a really good atmosphere to race in. So I feel very fortunate that you know I get to 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 race there. And I, you know Roger's a very loyal guy and um, just a real people person. He's just uh, 
really, really great to be a part of that team. Now, you've raced for supercars before. You came out for the Gold Coast when we had the, uh, the uh, international regular driver mix. And there's talk that you could have been involved in a, a couple of different cars even here at Bathurst this weekend. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was talking to, obviously, you know, uh, with the, the, the DGR, Team Penske, uh, you know, we were I'm sure we were talking about, I don't know how far I got with uh, with Roger and Tim, but, um, you know, that was a consideration. Um, and then also with another team, I was, uh, you know, I was, I was considering doing it, but it was just too many conflicts with sponsors and where test days land for me and so on. I couldn't put 100% into it, so I decided not to. Obviously, more IndyCar success is your immediate goal, but how far out do you project your career? Um, well, you know, I think an IndyCar is probably another five years or so. And, um, you know, after that, I haven't really thought about it. Obviously, a lot of things can change in five years. You know, but I think the key for me is just to focus on the immediate future and trying to win another championship or win a 500. And, you know, that's got to be the goal. We've seen over the last two years this really compacted calendar in the IndyCar series. Has that been good, in your opinion, the way they've compacted it all up? And it's, it's once you get racing, you, you're doing nothing but racing, but then there's big gaps either side, obviously, the start and finish. Yeah, I think that um, I think they don't want to clash with football. So it's so popular in the States. You know, that takes a hit in the TV ratings, um, you know, if you're competing against those guys. And, you know, I think they're working on starting earlier anyway, but uh, I like the compressed schedule. You get the season over with very quickly and you get in a rhythm and... Um, you know, it's not, to me, having six months off isn't pretty isn't that bad of a deal. I don't mind, you know, having that much time to recover and, re, re, you know, re, prepare for the next season. Does it allow you then the opportunity to look at other things that are going on and perhaps partake in them, or is it to drive an IndyCar? You just have to be so focused, so one one-eyed almost. You don't want to drive anything else. I think, yeah, once you start driving other things pretty close to the season, you kind of, you know, you've uh, taken away from your effort as far as what you need to put in to win win an IndyCar. I don't think it would be a problem doing a V8 race or, you know, two or three of them um, if if it didn't conflict. You know, I think that uh, you'd have plenty of time to get your head back, back in the game. I think once you've had experience, though, it doesn't really matter. I think you can... It's not as a big a deal jumping from one thing to another. And Will, you've, you've got a book coming out talking about your experiences. Yeah, I have, a, I have a book coming out in November. It's called The Sheer Force of Willpower. And it's basically from when I started my career, um, you know, way back in the early days, even when I was racing dirt track to, uh, to winning the IndyCar Championship. You know, I think, I think that's the most interesting part of your career is how you get there and uh, for me it was a real roller coaster ride you know I had so many ups and downs and you know times where I thought I was never gonna get there and I'd be going home just to work and you know there was times where I was convinced I was finished and so um, I think it'll be a good read and comes out in November so uh, you know if you're a motorsport fan I think you'll enjoy it. I guess that's the thing you were racing dirt speedway and that traditionally was the path of IndyCar drivers. Foyt, um, Unzers, Andretti's were all midget and sprint car races yeah. 
who then got onto the big track, as they like to call it. Right, yeah. Well, actually, I raced, uh, it wasn't Speedway, it was a dirt track series in Toowoomba around the Darling Downs, you could say, as Melmere and Stanthorpe, you know, Warwick, Toowoomba and Ipswich. Uh, it was short track, road courses on the dirt. Uh, my dad raced Speedway and, um, you know, I was always a big fan of dirt track racing, the Speedway racing. Um, but, yeah, that's huge in the U.S. and there still is every now and then a driver who transitions from sprint car and does the 500. Um, obviously, the cars are... It's a lot harder these days, that transition, but, um, you know, it's it's... It's, uh, it gives you good grounding, the dirt, it really does. So how long did it take to get this book together and to eventually get it on the shelves here in November? Um, yeah, it started, uh, oh, you know, the end of last season type thing. Yep. And, um, you know, it's been David Malsha's a ghostwriter. He's followed my career for, for a long time, so it was quite easy for it to come together. He knew most of the stories and, um, you know, yeah, it's, it's all printed and just about ready to go on the shelves here soon. Well, we wish you all the best with that and, of course, uh, with the upcoming 2016 season. It's probably crazy when you're thinking you've been, what, eight years at the top level of American motorsport. Yeah, it's amazing how time flies. It really, really, uh, really is. It's just, just keeps coming and um, but you gain experience and, uh, yeah, I am enjoying myself now. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Till next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.